In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Darkness has descended upon the city, and the creatures of the night have begun to stir. This is the time when the veil between the realms of the living and the dead is the thinnest, and all that is is not what it appears to be. Like a lone sentinel, one candle flickers in the night, revealing all that lurks in the darkness. This is Ghost Chronicles, Book of Shadows. Welcome to the Nightmare. Welcome to another fine edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink. With me, all the way from the east of Bridgewarius, is none other than the blonde bombshell herself, Ann Kerrigan. Well, good evening. How are you? All right. You know what? I think I am the victim of a miracle. Really? Yes, yes, yes. Why is that? Well, here's a story. Um, A week ago, last Saturday, so that's almost going on two weeks now, I Uh bought a gallon of milk from Market Basket, right? Yeah. And I brought it home, and I opened it up to get a glass of milk, and it was, ah, it stunk. Mm-hmm. And, I, I, and, of course, I had my wife sniff it because, you know, if anything goes bad, she can tell me. Oh, right. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, that's yeah. every wife. It's in your wedding vows. You have to do that, I think. I think it is. I think yeah. it is. Yeah. So, anyways, yep. it was really, really roguey. So, um, I went and uh, I think the next day and I got a half gallon of milk and had that and I drank that and I saved the gallon. I mean, I wasn't going to bring it back to to the market basket. So I just put it there and I was just started to use it for my tea and coffee. Uh-huh. Uh, well, the damn thing. Okay. I had it, a glass of that milk this full supper today. I think it, I think it got better. <laughs> it got better. I can't <laughs> explain it. I, it must be a miracle. I mean, Are you serious? It doesn't. I, sour I, milk I'm doesn't get serious. better. No, this is the guy who hates anything that's. Ugh, uh, uh. But yeah. honest to God, I think it got better. I think it. You know, I don't know. You know, Christ. I think you're crazy. It's a wine thing. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> don't milk. But, you had wine. You had wine before it, and then it. No. Didn't taste right. Is that what you're trying to say? No. I, I can't figure it out. So there's my miracle. I, uh, I, can't. I can't either, but, you know, maybe you have a um, um, a miracle-performing refrigerator. I have no clue. I have no clue either. I have searched that milk. With, I mean, I drank it by mistake because I've been <laughs> using it for my coffee and tea. 
and, yeah. and it has it doesn't cloud or anything. It's gotten better. And then, like I said, I accidentally took it for supper tonight and drank a big glass of it, and it, it hmm. tasted good. Hmm. Hmm. So very strange. I don't, I don't know. Maybe all those times going to church has helped. God <laughs> converted your milk. So there. Well, somebody did. <laughs> so, anyways, um, speaking about taffy file. Yes. You're a taffophile, right? Yes, yes, I am. Okay. And you go to a lot of cemeteries and stuff, right? I certainly do. Mm-hmm. And, well, do you know that Troy Taylor has a field guide to haunted graveyards? No, I did not. Yes, he does. Awesome. And so I decided to... Uh, I'll have to pick that uh, up. Yeah, I dig it up. Ha, cute. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, there's a couple of them. Uh, let's start with Kingston, Alabama. Alabama. Harrison Cemetery is haunted by an old square dancer. Visitors reported hearing lively fiddle music coming from his tomb. Oh. That's kind of cool, huh? Yeah. That would okay. be a good one to investigate, huh? <laughs> Where is it again? That's in, uh, yeah, Kingston, Alabama. Remind me when next time we get down there. Uh-huh. Whoops. Okay. Fairbanks, okay. Alaska. Birch Alaska. Hill Cemetery is the home of a ghost of a young woman in a white dress. You know, like I've never heard that before. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Perhaps How unusual. Of a pioneer <laughs> or early miner. Well, that's kind of mundane, huh? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, come on. You can find a better one than that. Come on. Yeah, yeah. How about this one? Uh, Coloma, California. Pioneer Cemetery is said to be haunted by the ghost of a woman wearing a burgundy dress and her gray hair pulled back in a bun. She watches over the Schiffler plot. Excuse me? Schiffler plot. Okay. Schiffler plot. Schiffler? Schiffler, whatever. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll give you one more, and then we have to bring our guest on. All right. Justice give us an Illinois. exciting one. Come on. Justice, Justice Illinois is located outside of Chicago. The Archerwood Cemetery is haunted by a weeping woman and wife. Another one. Oh, Often God. spotted flagging down cars as well as phantom driverless hearths. Driverless, <laughs> driverless hearths. Oh. I get these words. Pulled by a team of horses carrying illuminated child's coffin. Yeah. Holy cow, that's a pretty elaborate one. Yeah, that's, that would work, huh? Wow. That oh, sounds more. very cool. Lakeville, Minnesota, Loon Lake Cemetery. Mm-hmm. An often overlooked remote graveyard is haunted by the ghosts of three witches. This is witch month, isn't it? Ooh. As well as many other spirits. Uh, the, the three witches were buried there in the 1800s. Beware. There is a legend that says if you walk over the graves of one of the witches known as Mary Jane, you will soon die. Oh. Hmm. Well, we have to go find that one right away then. Yeah, I'll send my ex over there. (laughs) I don't have an ex. (laughs) That's right. Okay, so let's bring my guest on. She is perhaps one of the most interesting uh, women that I've met, and I have met her. I met her in Salem, Mass., and she has a whole lookout, different look, different look on life than we do. So, okay. Me. Hey, I can't hear you. What are you doing over there? Can you hear me now? Come closer. I can't. I got a headset on. How can I come speak up? to me? That's better. Okay. She has a different outlook on life. Is that what you said? Yes. 
You can't hear me, seriously? Now I can't hear you again. Get out. I'm not going to get out. Get out. Okay. Anyways, without ado, while I try to figure out what the problem is here, is Lady B. Lady B? Hello? She probably can't hear you either. Lady V, are you there? I'm here. Come there on, she come is. closer to the light. <laughs> come take, in take... to the light, run. I know. You couldn't hear him, huh? No. Because I know I can't hear him. <laughs> Ron? Maybe he's going to call back. Well, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. I'm Anne. We haven't met I'm... before. No. <laughs> um, so, Lady V, tell us about yourself. <laughs> Ron's um, laughing. Let's so... <laughs> <laughs> see. Um, I, wow. I got myself. I'm a paranormal. Okay. Right, in all aspects. Um, I'm an investigator, researcher, clear everything. Mm-hmm. I was just born this way. Um, <laughs> like Lady Gaga. I, yeah, I mean, I didn't know that I was quote-unquote different mm-hmm. until I was chased out of my best friend's house by her very Italian, very Catholic grandmother. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, chasing me out with the crucifix, the holy water, and everything like that. Oh, it was it was beautiful. Oh, my God. That is crazy. What did you... What did you say to her that would um, push her over the edge like that? Well, we were we were just little kids, and I would be in one room, my best friend would be in the other, and she would draw a picture, and I would tell her what she drew. Oh, because I would I would hear the answer, and the grandmother had come up from her basement cave or whatever it was <laughs> that she lived in, the bat cave, and the old bat cave, pretty much. <laughs> And she had caught us and asked my friend what we were doing, and she said we're playing a game, and she kind of watched the game for a minute. Next thing I know, I'm being chased down a very large hill. (laughs) That's crazy. Oh, my God. That was the first clue that I was maybe a little different. Wow. Oh, my God. That is funny. Um, Did she ever let you back in? I wasn't allowed to play with a grandmother could see me. Oh. <laughs> I was to come in the front door because, you know, her door faced the back. Uh-huh. So I was to come in the front door. If we were out in the backyard, I had to walk all the way to the right against the fence and then down the hill before we could play. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So she, But she accepted you as being perfectly normal, the, the little girl. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like I said, we didn't we didn't know any you know we were little kids we didn't know any better. Right, right, right. Wow, that is funny. Is Ron back? Uh, is he? I don't. Know. I hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Ooh, I heard can something. You, can you hear okay. him? Yeah, okay. I'm back now. You back? Please tell me I'm here. Yes, I He's hear you. <laughs> Okay, click, this is nuts. Click you know, all, all because of that stupid miracle of the milk thing. I think it just... I know. It's that magic market basket, I'm telling you. <laughs> you, you know, it's got to be something to do 
I, 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 you know what? They took all the energy and fixed, broke all my electronics to make the milk better. It's got to be. <laughs> That's right. It sounds okay. like you're back. It sounds like you're back, though. You can't hear me fine now, right? Yes. Okay. So I will carry on with this regular microphone. All uh, right. Anyways, Lady V, welcome aboard. And, uh, Ann, you just did a fabulous job there, let me tell you. Oh, wow. Well, thank you. I was just, you know, frantically winging it. <laughs> I know you're lying. <laughs> no, write this down. Ron D's compliment. <laughs> so, so, Lady V, I mean, I, I follow you on uh, Facebook, and you always have interesting comments on uh, people in the paranormal. You are, are a different outlook, I think, than most of the regular people in the paranormal. Uh how do you look at it differently? Upside down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, it's because I'm in it for different reasons than most other people. You okay, know, and, people... and let's talk about that. Why do you think, uh, well, what are most people in it for? Well, there's different there's different camps in that. There's the people who see, oh, I think it's the, the quick launch to fame. Then there's the people who, well, if they get in with the right people, it's a slower launch, but it's fame. <laughs> then there's people who are researching because they're either a skeptic or a real true believer. And then there's me. who It started out with me wanting to understand why I can do the things that I can do. Uh-huh. And, you know, I can talk to other people who can hear or see or whatever. But that doesn't help me understand what else is out there. So okay. I started I started researching, and then I started investigating and getting other people's understanding, of, you know, of what you know what they do. So I, and quite literally, in it for me. I'm not out there to make a name. I'm not out there to be famous. If nobody ever hears my name, then you know, so be it. Um, <laughs> I. I want the answers as, as to why, you know, what it, what it is that people call "quote unquote" ghosts that I call non-fleshies, you know, yeah, why like can non-fleshies? Yeah, not... Well, okay. I can tell you right Here's now, how... that's not in. I... That's that's not me. Okay, how the non the non-fleshy thing started? <laughs> everybody everybody says ghost, spirit, dead. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean to assume that whatever energy you may or may not be picking up was ever alive, you know, that's kinda that's kinda closing the mind a little. You're you're in this and you're supposed to have an open mind. So you can't just assume that whatever you're contacting is dead. So it's just okay. energy. I'm energy. So it's just like me, except it doesn't have flesh. So it's a non fleshy. Uh-huh. Okay. But distinguish between different non-fleshies. What did he say? Ron? Can you distinguish between uh, different non-fleshies? Um, not really. They all have one flavor. I haven't gotten to the point where I can say, okay, well, this one may have been alive, or this one I have no idea. It's you know, I can get in and I can identify um, if something comes to me with, like, a name or if I have a vision of, like, what that energy had done. But I can kind of say, well, maybe this one was 
a bodied entity at one at one point. But then there's other things that I just have no freaking clue what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, I wonder. Yeah. So that doesn't really—it's just not a category. You don't. Yeah. You don't it's know. Just, it's, it's energy. I mean, I'm I'm the first one to say I don't know anything. We have <laughs> what we all collectively agree on, mm-hmm. but we don't know that to be true. That's true. Absolutely. I mean, you're right. There are there are so many people out there that call themselves experts, and they really aren't. Right. You can't because be they're not an expert really in an, in, in a science like this because it, there's too many variables. Mm-hmm. You can be knowledgeable, you can be more experienced, but you can't be an expert. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. How can you be an expert on something that you really can't prove. Well, it's not even so much as prove it. We don't even know what the heck we're dealing with. Right. Right. Well, this is what I don't understand is we have all these names for different things like demons and then we have the jinn and then we have... Um, Whiskey. Hmm? Whiskey. Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> we have puck wedgies and we have... What do they call those little things in Ireland? Um, um, Fairies? Elements? Element, elementals. Okay. Elementals. It's like how do, people, how do people know? How do people know what they are? Who thought up those names? How do they know that? They just gave it a name so people will understand what the heck they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah, just so. like colors and, or words or letters. They, they're just things that people say, well, okay, we're going to call this this so everybody can understand what, what you're talking about. Well, you have to you have to give it a name, otherwise you wouldn't know what to call it. You, what are you going to say that? Well, you'd be end up talking like me, you know that thingy-majiggy thing that. You know, <laughs> talk- so I mean that's why we do it, and then once they get called that and, and it's accepted, it gets carried down over and over again. I mean that's where all the uh, legends come from, like fairies and uh, banshees. I mean, that's. I mean, we know what they are because they've been handed down. Well, not handed down, mouthed down. I guess that's the way retold over and over again. Right. Well, we don't really know what they are. We just know what they were called. You know, mm-hmm. people settle on a label, and right. they don't bother to say, "Well, wait a minute." You know, like, like I had a conversation with someone the other day about aliens. And why aren't there any, like, old um, stories of aliens for the 1800s? And I well, say, well... Well, there isn't... Well, if you go listen, you watch the ancient ancient, uh, ancient <laughs> aliens, say that 12 times fast, um, they talk about, you know, uh, different drawings in the caves and different uh, literature that does mention... Uh, what they call aliens. I mean, maybe at the time they really weren't aliens, but... Well, my answer was, you know, back in the day, if something happened, it was the gods, you know, Uh and that's what they they gave it the name because that's what they understood. But now, looking at it now, looking back, it's like, well, you know, it may have been something else. But if we had stuck to it being gods, we never would have evolved. I agree. I agree. Okay. Now, I mean, I noticed that uh, speaking about labels and stuff. Now you're doing some events. I believe the Shanley is one of them, and uh, I think you're going to Gettysburg as well. Yes, I am. And, Excellent. 
and but I noticed the one at the Shanley. They talk about the witches going to the Shanley. So, do you consider yourself a witch? Uh, the witches are going to be at Gettysburg. And uh, Gettysburg, okay, I, am, I fixed them up. <laughs> I'm a Strega by birth. Other people have labeled me a witch, so that's just what I'll go along with to make conversation flow easier. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to be one of the, the three witches of Halloween night. Oh, very cool. Um, so do you have, so you're kind of putting yourself in that category, but do you also, do you have a, a team that you investigate with? Um, I have been working with the Truth Travelers, which is Mary G., uh, Mary Gasparro, and Steve Shockley. Mm-hmm. They're, they're based in Pennsylvania, New Jersey. They do a lot of the events, and they ask me to come along. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like a lead investigator, psychic consultant, whatever, you know, whatever they need me to be that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I don't have a team. I'm not technically in a team mm-hmm. because I haven't found anybody that has the same, like, ideas as I do. It's mm-hmm. Everybody everybody wants to get out there, do the big events, get, you know, make the money and do this, and, and that's not for me. I mm-hmm. want to get in there. I want answers. I want research. I want the freedom to be able to go where I want to go. So you're freelance. You're a freelance <laughs> investigator. <laughs> She's a rogue. Wait, wait, wait. We make money at this? Wait, go back. There are some teams that I, I sit there, and they've asked me to, to do it, and I'll ask them, well, where's the money going? <laughs> you know, and if it wasn't all being turned back to something or – it wasn't for like a charity thing. Then I'm like, wait a minute, you're mm-hmm. making you know tons of money on this ticket. Mm-hmm. You're going to feed them a corn chip and a glass of water for food, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, and you want me to put my name on it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> eh. but yeah, there are there are people out there that are making hands over fist. <laughs> right, right. I agree. Uh, I know. I'm. I'm just. Uh, the the running joke is always like, you know, there's no money in ghosties. You know. Oh, I know. At least the people I know. We kind of, you know, just go with that. <laughs> you know what, guys? We actually have a call, and this is for Lady V. So uh, why don't oh, no. we bring him on the line? Awesome. Oh no. <laughs> Hello, Keith. You there? I'm here. Okay. Hello. And you want to talk to Lady V? Yeah. Let her rip. Hey, Lady V, what's up? Keith, you know me. Hi. What's happening? Is this, this high school, Keith? Yes, Keith's there. Oh, how are you doing? Good. <laughs> All right, what's your question? Huh? What's your question? You my question? Her when, when are you going to go to my mother's house? I haven't forgotten. As soon as I can find somebody else to come with me, because yeah. I don't feel comfortable going in there alone. You don't feel comfortable going in there alone? Yeah, well, it's just more of a validation thing. You never go into a place by yourself. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You, you could always get Ben Helsink, you know. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. I haven't asked you yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, how do you feel about doing a house investigation? <laughs> <laughs> I'm too scared. Oh. <laughs> no, my mom's been asking me. She's like, when, when are you going to have her come down? I said, I don't know. You know, so I, I've been busy and stuff too myself, so, you know, and so, I know you're so busy Keith, too, so. So, Keith, what's what's going on at this house here that, that I should be worried about? 
Um, my mother, I've had experience there. Uh, my sister, my mother, my mother hears things, has smells things. Um, I had experience where I was, one day I was there for myself. Um, it was downstairs, the basement, and, you know, I was going to borrow some tools from my dad. And I was there probably maybe five minutes. I heard someone walking in the kitchen, so I thought my sister came home. You know, I went to the stairs and I yelled up. No one answered. It was odd. You know, so then I went back to doing what I was doing, and then clear as day, someone's walking around the kitchen. I, I, I just came home again, so this time I ran upstairs. And I was like, you know, calling her name up. Nothing. That was just weird. I told, them, I told my mother about it, and she said, oh, yeah, we hear noises all the time down in the kitchen. She feels like my mother even says she has experiences when she's sitting on the couch. feels like someone sits down next to her. And all kinds of weird stuff. Yeah, it's really weird. Mm. Awesome. And then I... Uh, Contacted, you know, Lady V, and she was interested in it, so that was, you know, that's why I figured I'd call tonight. I saw on Facebook that she was going to be on the show tonight, so. So you light a, light a little fire under her, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Keith, yeah. we, we have to let you go because we're going to be coming up to the break and uh, we're going to lose uh, Lady V, so uh, uh, we want to thank you for calling in. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Keith. Bye bye. Okay, I, I know we're, uh, that just blew by. I don't know how to happen. Meanwhile, I spent half the time trying to fix my mic. Maybe that's what happened. That could be uh, it. B, if people wanted to get tickets to these two events, you have one coming up at the Shanley and you have another one at Gettysburg, uh, where, where should they go and, and how can people contact you? Well, the Gettysburg Den Breakfast is actually sold out. Oh, but the Shanley Hotel still has a few tickets left. Last I heard this morning, there's only a few left. And that's familyhotel.com, and if you go to the event page, there's a little button to buy the tickets there. Okay. I just posted that on the um, Facebook site. Oh, good. So if anybody is interested, we have a little link there for the Shanley Hotel. Oh, thank you. And you can go see Lady V. Oh, you're welcome. We're about 30 seconds on it, and lady, we're going to have to have you back because that went kind of too fast. I, really I know. Much. I was too much. Blame the milk. So anything you want to add uh, before we say goodbye to you, young lady? Um, I do. I actually want to do a quick little thing. I'm doing a Huntington High Seas in July. We're going from Boston to St. John's. New Brunswick, and then Halifax, Nova Scotia, to the final resting uh, place of a lot of the Titanic victims. Oh. So if people are interested, I mean, it's it's the cruise. It's not going to be cheap, but it's going to be fun. It's okay. A week. It's hauntingthehighseas.blogspot.com. All right. Hauntingthehighseas.blogspot.com. Awesome. I think I hear our music. Ron, I can't hear him again. Thanks, Lady V. We will talk to you soon, I hope. Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge. Everything you heard about witches is true. Halloween is the time of year when the shades of the dead whisper from forgotten.
forgotten places, and spirits walk among us. The witches of Salem, Massachusetts, honor this time with festival of the dead, an annual event series that explores death's macabre customs, heretical histories, and strange rituals. Founded by Salem witches, Sean Poirier, and Christian Day, and hosted by the foremost authorities on the spirit world, Festival of the Dead beckons guests who step through the veil into a mysterious realm where spirits await you. To learn more or to purchase tickets, visit festivalofthedead.com or call 978-740-9783. Happy Halloween! <laughs> Me. Uh, it blew my mind. 
um, that we could be talking about this uh, this terrible, terrible incident um, from the victim's perspective. And um, the voice that was layered over mine was the um, the person who caused the act. Was that clear? Can I say that right? No. No. no? <laughs> well, the per- the person who did the deed, his his EVP was, you know, his voice was on this EVP over mine as we were talking about this horrible thing from the woman's perspective oh, that, had, uh, that, that had passed. Um, you also, you know what, I, you like that one, but I, I found the one more interesting was the the images you picked up of, like, uh, people being stuck in a stuffy room or something. Oh, well, there, there were, um, they, these were uh, probably about five men. Do you want me to tell the story of what I remember? Yeah, pretty quick. Okay. Um, They were stuck in a very small space. There was a lot of heat. Their shirts were off. They were sweaty um, and upset. Uh, They were tapping out things. Um, They felt like there were other people around them who perhaps had already passed. Um, And um, it it was just the, the heat. The feeling of the heat in there was tremendous. And the the desperation from these guys was was pretty strong. Um, I I went on this trip without having any history of, of, you know, what had gone on in that area. And uh, you folks were saying that it it sounded like um, a submarine scenario. Mm -hmm. Sounds like it. There was another one we picked up on where... um, uh, it felt like servants' quarters, where there were women and children, as part of a part of a hotel kind of resort area in the vicinity that had burnt down. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys were able to to talk about that also. Right. So there was definitely a lot of energy alive and moving out there, wanting to be heard um, from a lot of different time periods in history and a lot of different scenarios, kind of all together. In one big soup. <laughs> and Mike, uh, I mean, did you, did any of those EVPs verify any of this uh, that you can think of? Um, Mike? Well, what? Okay. Oh, are you there, Mike? Yes, I'm still here. Oh, okay. I just have a, um, <laughs> I actually, uh, I'm on the phone with my supervisor from work because we have the, uh, we have like a, um, a mock emergency call. <laughs> oh. Oh, nice. Well, I, have, I, have, uh, I have two phones up to my ear right now. Oh, oh really good. <laughs> Perfect timing, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's always the way, isn't it? All right. Well, while we let Mike uh, talk to his supervisor, I'm good. then... Uh, good. Quick. Go yeah, I'm good. Uh, Are you good? It seemed to me that there were some EVPs that definitely verified impressions in history of, um, you know, impressions that I was getting in history that was known about the area that... He was able to play back some of the EVPs on the boat um, yeah, before we left. And... Especially the one from the uh, the woman whispering hurricane. I thought that was pretty amazing since the microphone was um, under the water and mm-hmm. this whisper came through it. And um, the word hurricane is, uh, you know, it's indicative of the of this area from time to time. And um, you know, if you if you're caught in one, obviously you could overturn a, a boat and. Um, it's just a it's just an unusual thing to say. I mean, I wasn't expecting that at all. And um that one for me anyway is um is, is pretty clear. 
Mm-hmm. And then there was that other sentence that was, uh, "I want to make, I want to make them mine." Yeah, I have to review that one um, a little bit more to see if um, um, if it uh, actually says that. But um, the, the the other ones that we caught, um, there was something that sounded like a campfire. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, right. Because, because it has reverb to it. Nice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's low. It's low in volume, but you can definitely hear it. And you can hear the sound travel a little bit before it fades out. It's very, it's very uh, interesting to listen to. Wow. Mm. That's cool. That, would that, I wonder if that was around the time that we were getting impressions of, um, we were getting some impressions of early wartime conflict. Um, yeah, well, that you know, whole area so, is saturated in it, so that would, you know, tend to make sense. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Absolutely. So, I mean, it was pretty cool. Neither one, of you, neither one of you had actually participated in any type of a, a ghost hunt like that where you were actually just in a boat uh, basically listening to the spirits of the Atlantic. And Correct. So yeah, I, do, you think it, do you think it was valid or...? or? Well, you can't, you, can't, um, you can't dispute when you have solid evidence like not your recording because you can replay it and you can analyze it on the computer and anybody that listens to it is going to be able to hear something. You might not all agree on what it says, but you really can't disagree that there's nothing there. So there's definitely, um, I got like, I think I got 20 files altogether, 20 clips. Wow. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I have to say the same thing. Uh, having not had, you know, you can go into people's homes or you can meet with people in sessions or things, and and it's very focused on the one area, whether you know the history or not. It's still very focused. So being out in the boat for four hours and having such a general intention set to, um, you know, you cast a big net, um, there, and not knowing any of the history of the area, I I was um, stunned to to experience all the things that I was able to experience with such clarity there and and have it backed up by uh, some of the history of the area. Yeah, it was very interesting. Um, There was some definite conversation that was going on that seemed to be pretty out of place, too. But, um, Ron, you're going to have to listen to all those files and, uh, you know, what you think about them. Yeah, absolutely. I know you sent me some of them, and I'm I'm definitely – Want to take a look at them? I, I did read your your little bit of report on them, but I have not listened to the EVPs on it though. Uh, yeah. To be honest with you, uh, and it, once again, you did a great job. I mean, giving a, a thorough report and everything. So I mean, that's you know, it's amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. The first time I met Mike, he gave me a book. It was a bound book with all the uh, EVPs all listed and all the circumstances. It was it was quite the thing. I mean, that's the proper way to do research, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that book is now, um, I'm on volume two from that, from that book. I can't fit any more pieces of paper. <laughs> I have to get a new one. <laughs> and I'm already 25 investigations into it, so. Yeah. Oh, wow. Got a lot under my belt. <laughs> but, it, it, you know, it's, um, it, you learn this stuff all the time. There's always something more to learn, and like this, uh, this boat cruise out into the ocean was a new chapter. You know, I mean, I never experienced a, a hydrophone before. I didn't even know how to build one. I didn't know if it was going to work. 
You know, and I, I, you can only assume that you might get an EVP from underwater, but you, you don't know. Exactly. Like when I started listening to the files, I was just like, wow, there is stuff there. You know, it's it's crazy. Uh, but, but why human voice underwater? You know, it makes you wonder. Right. Do you think, but I mean, if you think of water as another form of like, you know, transmitting, you know, it's... Sure, it's, it's a traffic conductor. Yeah, I mean... Well, I don't think it would be a good conductor as far as a conductor for electricity, but certainly not for sound as much as air or atmosphere. Huh? No, it does, it does travel very with, well. The question is, are we working with sound or are we working with energy? When you're talking about, um, uh, you know, a spirit voice that's left over, I would think you're working more with energy than... Um, mm-hmm. I think you it's know, both. So, so then you go back to it's a conductor. That's right. Not, right. That's what I would think. That's what well, I, I would think. When you're dealing with spirit, which I believe we are, I think most people uh, that are part of the things that show agree, um, that information that shows up as an EVP on a recorder, it originally started as a thought. And then it has to come into this world. I, I really don't think that spirits have um, physical voice boxes to use to uh, generate exactly. this signal. So it has to start as a thought. But that thought comes into this world. It's just that it doesn't uh, – I'm not sure if that's what the actual mechanism is. And it transforms itself into a physical voice because I've heard them live. And obviously I've heard them on recording devices. But I think it's both at the same time, just like a – you know, uh, a proton or a, pho- a photon can be a particle and a wave at the same time. So why can't a, uh, a voice be an acoustic wave and a, um, some kind of kinetic energy as well? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So either, either way, it's uh, very interesting results. Now, in the chat room, Tom in the chat room says, think about how sonar works when you're talking about water being a great transmitter for sound. Right? How do you know that guy's name is Tom? What, what, Ron? How do you know that guy's name is Tom? (laughs) He's my husband. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I was was wondering if you were getting psychic abilities that I didn't know about. uh... Oh, shoot. (laughs) That would be nice. (laughs) But not today. <laughs> but it's true, you know, and that's well, that's why I was saying, you know, I I just I think it's a, a medium that you would transmit sound. So yeah, okay. and that's, that's one of my theories that information is always, you know, we're always picking up uh, information. We're sending and receiving at the same time, and that's where I believe you know the whole halo thing is about. It's information, but it's on a high order, and you have so much of it, it kind of goes from your head. So, you know, people who are spiritually gifted like that are just typically um, seen with a halo or a disc or something around their head to denote them from people who don't have that ability. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Anyway. So, can I can I ask because I was not on the cruise, unfortunately? Um, just oh, for you our went? listeners. Oh, should have went. I know, I know. You invited oh, me. All oh, right, you were going camping. That's right. I That's remember now. Right. Anyways, so. But can you just tell our audience where this cruise to nowhere went? (laughs) Nowhere. (laughs) And actually, uh, we departed Rye Rye, uh, Rye Harbor, and we went out to the Isle of Shoals, Mm -hmm. 
And we stopped at a couple places and uh, back and forth. Look at some stuff and had a... <laughs> <laughs> That's not telling her where we were. <laughs> of course I it think is. we were around the Isle of Shoals, and what were some of the lighthouses we passed? Uh, well, back in Portsmouth we went to, but we were at the Isle of Shoals primarily, and then uh, in the middle of the nowhere once, and then also <laughs> once, uh, just by once. The lighthouse. <laughs> yeah, we stopped, and uh, that's where most of the people got really queasy. Oh. <laughs> A lot of rock but, in there was, huh? But the, the interesting thing to, is we did other experiments, too. We did glass swirling. We did uh, some uh, other stuff as well. And, uh, well the glass swirling was really interesting. That was a, that was a lot of fun. Um, it is. It's one of my it's my favorite investigative uh, technique except <laughs> for when I unveil the new dead chamber. And Ooh. then, of course, that will be my new favorite. <laughs> oh, okay. Boy, we have all kinds of inventions coming out of this, huh? It was a good time. The hydrophone was so cool. You know, just to really hear the water sloshing around and you're hearing all these pops and pings and all this stuff going on under the water. It was it was kind of neat, man. It was, it was really cool to put the headphones on and be able to listen to it live. That, was, that experiment totally worked, and um, it was a great time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had a wonderful time as well. It was really fascinating. It was, you know, a, a different stretch of, of my skills and, and a wonderful group of people. And you know, it was it was a it had a spirit of play and exploration about it, um, which which made it extra fun. Yeah, so thanks I mean, for inviting me on that. That was great. The the only problem with that is is it just it was like told, so expensive to, to do. Uh, that was the the one drawback, I think. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. But uh, it was definitely d- decent. I enjoyed myself. So I know you've got things to do, Deb, so I want to thank you so much. This has been Deb Miller. She is a... Uh, why don't you give your information out, Deb? Oh, well, I'm a um, psychic medium, and uh, my website is www.viewbeyond.us, and you can Facebook Deb Miller. Um, I, guess, I guess that's about it. Right? All right, Deb, thanks for dropping by. It's always fun to talk to you guys. So uh, yeah. thanks. Thanks, Deb. Bye. Take care. Okay. And uh, so, Mike, I mean, that was, uh, like you said, you had to actually design the microphone for that. You had no clue how it was going to work. I mean, did you did you think you would pick up? Well, actually, you, you kind of hinted that you really didn't uh, when you were picking up EVPs, right? Right. I, mean, I didn't even know if I didn't know if, number one if it was going to work, and I didn't know if it was going to leak because you've got to remember you have to submerge this thing into several feet of water, and everything has to be sealed and it still has to pick up sound, and you got to get that sound up into the uh, my recorder and record it and have it work, you know, it, it, everything has to come together and work. If not, then it's just not going to work. When I first went in the water, it did float. I didn't put enough weight into it. But uh, one of the crew members was able to get a big big lead sinker, and um, I attached it to the uh, to the body of the hydrophone, and it just it pulled it right under really nice. So, um, you know, that little improv- improvisation there, uh, it worked. 
and uh, yep. we were able to collect evidence. So it was pretty cool. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna make another one that's more permanent that can be used at any time. You just pick it up and go, and um, make it make it uh, a permanent fixture of my collection of things. Right, <laughs> because uh, you never know when what my little brain will pick up. Uh, <laughs> Device. Little, there you go. There you go, there you go. But uh, let me ask you this, Mike. I mean, there's a lot of uh, pieces of equipment on the Internet uh, right now that, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know the validity of them. I guess it's the, the way I'm a little concerned about. Um, I know there's an EMF pump, for instance, for EVPs. I mean, what's your thought on that? Um. I don't buy it um, simply because, you know, we have electromagnetic fields around us all the time with just being in your home, mm-hmm. you know, uh, well, something, you, more, right. something more into your environment. I don't think number one is very healthy for you. Um, exactly what it is and how it affects you, you might want to check up on uh, electro, electromagnetic fields. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Some people swear by it. They do experiments with it, and they say they always get great EVPs. You know, I have a friend mm-hmm. that um, uses a microwave oven, turns it on, and get the uh, EMF field, uh, the uh, EMF fields going. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah, it. I mean, you can. It's the cheapest one is just get a clock radio. I mean, that thing is just loaded with gives off a lot of EMF. EMF. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and just think, just think, it's next to your head all night long. Uh, <laughs> Right. Another thing that another thing they have out, and uh, it's called a uh, EVP field processor. Have you heard of this before? No. <laughs> That's a field processor. What does it do? Uh, tell you what the spirits are saying? Uh, basically, you take your recorder and you put uh, from the uh, jack that uh, the earphone jack plugs into this thing. And you can uh, basically, let me see what it says, Uh, uh, displays EVP above and below baseline, visually displays hard-to-hear EVPs in real time, prevents false positive with highly sensitive display, uh, calibrated for baseline adjustments, and that's basically what it is. It's a... Trying to see the features allow the, use, the users to capture EVP evidence on video. This device has a white noise ambient noise baseline adjustment, which allows the user to set the baseline level on the device and illuminated scale. So basically, what happens is if you get an EVP, you should be able to distinguish it from this flashing green and red light that's on the side of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Mm. Interesting. No, I think that's a gimmick. Um, I, have drag, <laughs> I have Dragon software um, that I use to do some writing with, and if I don't speak clearly enough, that professional program is typing out all different words and mumbo-jumbo, and I, you have to speak extremely carefully and slowly so that the words form properly. Now, this device so you, here you, is up spirit voices, really? Yep. So yeah, you're telling me that that is not good for me, in other words. Yeah, I wouldn't waste my money on it. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the uh, Dragon Software, if they have to distinguish voice, I mean, I can imagine what would uh, come out of mine. Uh, but anyways, uh, this unit's only $145, and that doesn't include... Oh. It doesn't you buy, include... You buy a, um, a, a nice little digital recorder at Walmart for a lot less money. Yeah. Oh, you don't get the recorder. You just get this unit. Oh. Yeah, the unit. Well, like you can buy a cheaper unit elsewhere, I think, <laughs> get better results from it. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. I, I know oh, we're just sure. about out of, out of time, Mike. Uh, I know you have a book on the market. Uh, how can people get it? What's the name of the book? Uh, it's EVP, Electronic Voice Phenomenon, Massachusetts Ghostly Voices. And you can buy it straight from Shipper, or you can go to Amazon.com and pick it up there. You can also send me an email at evpmike at yahoo.com, and I can uh, arrange a signed book to be sent to you. Ooh. Nice. Is there, is there a centerfold? <laughs> no, it's only with the one that I sent you. <laughs> for, for all our ladies in the audience and, and those who wish they were ladies. And uh, I, I'm very special because I already have a signed copy. So with, with the centerfold? No. Centerfold. I can't have the centerfold. I'm married. Come on. Get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Mike, I know we're just about out of time. We want to thank you for dropping by. and uh, oh, Thank you. Yeah, and uh, we'll yes, see thanks, you Mike. again on my next, next adventure. Yeah, it'll be a ball. Whatever it is, throw it my way, and I'll, uh, I'll adapt. Actually, we're going to see you at the Victorian at the end of the month, right? Yes, sir. I'll be there. That's and right. On, be... on, uh, on uh, the 29th, we are doing the Haunted Victorian and Garden of Mass. If you go to my website, which is N-E, the letter N, the letter E, like New England, ghostproject.com, N-E, ghostproject.com, and you can get all the information right there, and you can sign up, and it's going to be fun. There's going to be pizza. And gonna I'm going to be there. You are. I'm going to be there, too. Right. So come see the Blonde Bombshell, right? Everybody should just come just see me. I invited you, too. Yeah. Bam. All right, Mike, thanks a lot. All right, thanks for having Good me. Good night, Mike, thanks. Not everyone. Yeah, thanks. Well, yes, you invited me. What's that? Yes, you invited me. I'll be there. I know that. I know. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. So anyways, stay tuned for our next, uh, whatever we're doing, our special tombstone picture contest, and we'll have more information next week, right? Yes, we will. So good night, everybody. Good night. God bless everyone. From ghoulies to ghosties. How the hell do we wind up like this? Why weren't we able to see the signs that we